Welcome to Discussing Rhythmic Gymnastics, the podcast we know you have been waiting for. Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Discussing Rhythmic Gymnastics. Hi Christina, how are you? Hi Sophia, I'm exhausted to be honest. Um, yeah, you had you had Carnival Week uh, in school <laughs> this week, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, that wasn't even the the most exhausting part. It's just uh, so after the Christmas break, we've only had four weeks of school so far, and I feel already as if it's the end of the school year, or if it was the end of the school year, yeah. <laughs> um, because there's just been so much going on, and um, yeah, the, the carnival week was a lot of fun, we had different themes for each day, and uh, the girls dressed up, and some teachers dressed up, I mean, not of course not all the girls, But uh, one of my classes, they had a lot of fun dressing up and we took a picture every day and it was a lot of fun. Shout out to my girls if <laughs> any of them are listening. Um, but it, yeah, the mood in the school was exhilarating. Everybody was smiling and we had a lot of music <laughs> going on during break and everybody was dancing and yeah, having a lot of fun. But I have a lot to correct now. <laughs> I've written a lot of tests and exams. <laughs> And so I start, we have like a one week off and I have to like spend it grading more or less. Yeah, so I'm done. What about okay. you? Um, well, I was like sick the past two weeks, which was oh, not no. that nice. Um, but I'm better now and um, yeah, maybe I can do some yoga tomorrow or something to get a bit of strength back because yeah. I had a very bad throat infection and then later on the flu and ugh, yeah, just that's... no one needs that. But it's typical carnival season. Yeah, and it's one of the reasons why we couldn't <laughs> do any more um, episodes when you have a throat infection, you can't really talk. Yeah, because talking um, was very painful. <laughs> I can only imagine. Um, the... Uh, Yeah, typical for the carnival season, half of everyone is like, nearly everybody is sick or kind of sick or is about to get sick. And I'm trying yeah. to stay as healthy as I can. Uh, doing yoga, great idea. I plan on going to a class tomorrow as well. So let's hope, um, yeah, I'll stay fit and not get sick right away when I start to the holidays. Yes. And... Um... A very warm welcome to everybody who uh, joined our podcast in the past week. Um, we gained a lot of followers on Instagram and um, yeah, the numbers were, were really great on Spotify and, <laughs> and Apple Podcasts. So we hope you enjoy the podcast and um, yeah, you let us know what you think. Um, Thanks again to the Instagram page who gave us the big shout out. Yeah. So Juan from Gym Edition is exactly. uh, to name here yeah um, very great page um, give it a follow if you don't know them yeah on um on spotify we um were asking uh, a question um on our last episode um if you thought that um the title let's get loud uh, by jennifer lopez was overused um like in in rhythmic uh, routines And we have a solid 50-50 um, oh, wow. on, <laughs> yes, it is definitely overused and no, I still like it, um, <laughs> but the voting is still open. Um, if you haven't listened to our last episode, um, 
yeah, do that and um, let us know your opinion. Um, and we also got some feedback uh, again from our listener, Anna. Um, she um, contacted us on Instagram and um, we have to make a little correction on some facts we got wrong uh, last episode. Oh, um, because tell me. I uh, was saying that um, Laura Jung, the German gymnast, um, secured the um, Olympic quota for Germany in 2011. But she only um, secured the spot at the test event. Um, mm -hmm. for the London Olympics and then Jana Baretska Magranda qualified for the Olympics so that was ah, the okay. detail I, I missed yeah. um, and so, she but also I, yeah. let us I was just yeah, wondering what, what you, what yeah, of that, about that about Laura and Jana um, I just remembered that there, like in the end there was one spot for Germany and um Like yeah, because it wasn't they, a, nomin a, 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 a nominational. How do you do you say that spot? Yeah, it was not like when it is assigned to a specific person. Yeah, it was not assigned to a specific gymnast, um, but a spot yeah. for Germany. And I believe they had they were competing um, against each other within a German competition or something. Yeah. And then the better one was allowed Definitely. to go. Yeah, but that is like the usual procedure um uh, for for the olympic um, mm -hmm. participants um and anna also did um tell us that um there was um some kind of rhythmic gymnastics facebook and the page uh, apparently is still active but like no one is on there anymore and she um wanted us to ask our listeners if anybody knows of like another social platform um in, in that of that kind where gymnasts and um, coaches can can connect um, mm -hmm. and share experiences etc um, so if you know of something like that please um, let us know um, and we would like to share that information with you yeah absolutely I'd be interested in that as well so like uh, the same concept as Facebook but called differently and specifically targeted at gymnasts yeah. and their coaches okay yeah, yeah. So sounds like a great idea but just <laughs> with a very small target audience yeah um, then we have news. The um, medals for the Olympic Games in Paris mm -hmm. are the design is out. out. Have you seen them? Yes, I have. I think they're quite pretty. What? So very What fitting. do you think of the design? I think it's really? very fitting. Well, it's fitting for like uh, the... Hmm. How do I express that? Uh It looks very French. <laughs> well, if I know, like if I think about okay. no, if I think about yeah. French, I, I, but I get what you mean. Yeah, if I think about French, um, well, designs or clothing or um, just the colors, the the flag, I mm -hmm. I immediately have this image of um, how do I say that? I don't even know the word in German for that. Uh, it's like a fashion piece, like a piece of clothing they wear around their neck. And it might be more... So oh, like, okay. <laughs> it's something that Queen Elizabeth I 
used to wear around <laughs> her neck. You know I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I just associate uh, this, this with being decoration used in France as like for the national holiday or something like Those, or for the yeah, I know what she, for the like for the, 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 the pins they had at the French Revolution yeah exactly <laughs> like the, it reminds me of that I don't know why but and it, it, like when they, when, they have <laughs> when they have celebrations for the 14th of July um I yeah. kind of it it looks a bit like fireworks that spread out and then now imagine mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. in red white and blue and then yeah, it's, yeah and decorate decorations hanging from from the ceiling and okay i'm gesturing a lot and unfortunately you listeners can't see that but that <laughs> was like popped into my but head when you... i saw them and i was like hmm yeah. kind of fits i mean i would have done it differently probably you gave but... me you gave me an idea because I at first was like a little bit disappointed because it's just not like if you told me I could design a medal, it wouldn't be that. Mm -hmm. But um, when you were talking right now about a piece of clothing, what came to my mind is a black skirt, a Faltenrock. I oh. don't know what exactly this is in English, like um, with the um, plissé skirt folded. Mm, yeah, it's PC. a pieces. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that. 99%. And, and skirt, you know, yeah. I, I'm, I see a French woman in high heels wearing that skirt with a white blouse and like a mm -hmm. little beret on her yeah. head and a little bow around her neck. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what I see. And this is, I think, also fitting the design of the Yeah, that's medals. a very cliche image. But yeah, it's it's fitting. It looks very French to me. Well, at yeah. least the cliche of of uh, of French clothing that I have in in mind. Yeah. Uh, if any uh, one from France is listening, I'm so very sorry. I did not mean to make any fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my association, and I'm I mean, so had, very sorry. Yeah, you had that association to that design, but um, I mean, it was a great insight into your head. <laughs> Yeah, yours made much more sense, though. <laughs> um, so we're looking very much forward who's going to get them. Um, yes, So obviously. And also, of course, the upcoming season. I'm getting more and more excited about yes. uh, things that are coming, yeah. uh, uh, that are, like, um, showing up in our news feeds. So tell me more. You have more information. Yes, obviously. Um. Takmina Ikromova um, mm -hmm. performed her new ball routine at a competition. I have absolutely no clue what competition that was because the internet. Um, but, but it um, seemed like a very local and low scale, yeah, not, not international tournament. Not the yeah. big event, but um, I was really excited and I'm so pleased because I think this is going to be a banger routine. Mm -hmm. She performs to um, like a more rock version um cover song yeah. of billy eilish's um bad, bad guy. guy um and i think it's a really really original choreography really fitting to her style her turns mm -hmm. are getting even more incredible um like we are putting the link into the show notes have a look um what do you think 
about this routine. Um, yeah, this this looks to me as if I'm looking forward to this in every competition uh, in 2024. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, you sent me the link. I just took a look at it. Um, and it's um, I love how at the beginning of a season you see room for improvement, just like the tiny yeah. things where they have to take a tiny additional step or where the catch is not ideally clean or you know how she meant to do it on the like really on the music but it just like mm. wasn't as polished and uh yeah. throughout the competitions you'll see how she'll get better and better and improve on it and um but still already the level is so high and her turns are incredible mm. the um uh i mean it wasn't well, I don't want to say flawless, yeah? If I can see tiny things that yeah. could have been improved, of course but it's not flawless. But pretty good for the beginning of a season. Exactly. So, like, in the first routines um, of the season, you usually have a lot of drops or um, where they have to take an additional step to catch the, the apparatus, etc., etc. But mm. uh, it was fairly clean, and um, I really love that she had already a lot of expression um, and mm. was really feeling the music. But I have a tiny but. I really love the song. <laughs> and I really love Billie Eilish. <laughs> Congratulations on Song of the Year, winning uh, of winning Song of the Year yeah. um, at the Grammys. But I don't like the cover of this, of the music. She could have, yeah. she could have taken I the thought, original I one. Might say the so. original, the original one is just as much of a banger as the rock cover version, I believe. So, I mean... Yeah, but maybe <sighs> this is a case of a lot of people have done routines to that mm -hmm. song and you don't just want to take the yeah, original this, this, and you yeah. have something special, a special mm -hmm. version. Um, yeah. So I get that. And I don't think it is as bad as um, like the Hungarian folk version we discussed. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. So uh, I... I think it's good it's a good choice definitely especially for the reason yeah. you just said um i believe it's nearly always smart to use some sort of cover version or to like include a mm. bit that is different so i did that last year um with one of my dance groups i used um the very popular oh, yeah. mm -hmm. and also grammy winning <laughs> Uh, song <laughs> Unholy by Sam Smith, Sam Smith and Kim Petras and I added like in the second verse I added a cover version and I cut them the together the orchestra version no 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 I did a like no? a dance hall version I added a like to ah, make it a bit okay. more hip hop in in the middle mm -hmm. we had a, a more aggressive part uh, in there with, with more beats and more yeah make it more dance hall to include some more mm -hmm. hip hop steps and less um, jazzy moves, yeah. So mm -hmm. uh, to spice it up and not to like just use use the the original version that everybody's listening on the radio to, so that is the mm. spiced up a bit. So everybody's like, oh, I know this song, I know this song, and then all of a sudden there's, oh, that's different, that's new, but that's it's a, a twist, yeah. makes a makes a nice change. Um, so I get that mm -hmm. definitely smart move for all of the gymnasts, especially with with what's with my th today uh, with the um, <laughs> very popular songs that you listen to or that you can listen to on the radio all the time. Mm. 
Um, yeah, but uh, not the biggest fan of the rock version. I prefer the original one, but still, it's going to be an incredible routine. Looking forward to that in mm. all of the international competitions. Definitely. Um, on the topic of Billie Eilish, um, I want to talk about a gymnast today um, who is a really big Billie Eilish fan. And I'm not talking a lot about Milena Baldassari because we have mm -hmm. talked about that already. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about a really, really special gymnast and special because she is just insane and thought, well, rhythmic gymnastics isn't enough for me it isn't enough on my plate i still have time so well i'm gonna be a modern dancer and i'm mm -hmm. gonna win uh international titles and <laughs> win at the world championships and yeah. just well okay this year i might focus on rhythmic gymnastics a bit more um so we are talking about um brigitta krasovic i hope i pronounced that correctly from slovenia she mm -hmm. is 20 years old um and she really um like got fame on instagram for me mm -hmm. at least i saw a lot of i mean i was following her already and uh, in my um real feed um a lot of her dance videos popped up where yeah foreign um, foreign people to me um were reposting her and saying like oh my god look at her mm -hmm. she's incredible she mm -hmm. has so much control and um precision and execution and i was like yeah that's because she's a rhythmic gymnast like fun fact, she has skills yeah fun fact uh one of her video uh videos showed up in my timeline and i send it to um a friend and colleague of mine saying like look at that amount of control she has mm -hmm. she is incredible i mean come on the skill level is absurd and i believe i didn't even have the sound on at the time i didn't even listen to the music i just saw her move and mm -hmm. was like okay wow what was happening i didn't know she was um mm -hmm. a rhythmic gymnast and it, that just happened like two months ago or something so that was like okay. fairly <laughs> recently i hadn't I didn't know who she was. I just saw the video and was like, oh, wow. Was blown away by that clip. Um, and uh, then you told me, hey, we need to talk about her. We we should uh, yeah. check her out. <laughs> and uh, she is really, really incredible and has performed um, in the IDO championships. IDO, for you who might not know, is the International Dance Organization They organize um, the Jazz and Modern Dance World Championships and also Ballet World Championships. And um, they're usually surprisingly held in Europe quite often. And um, Poland, Slovenia, Canada um, are always strong contesters in that um, hmm. specific area. When was it when, when we were in Frankfurt? In 2012. Which year was that? In 2012. It was held in Frankfurt. Really? Yeah, and okay. I remember because there was a duo, a mixed duo, oh, I know. man and woman, and they performed a F We Found Love to a song, uh, to a cover by... Yeah. I still think about that. Me too. Uh, We Found Love by... Who are the guys who always cover it in an acoustic way? Um, Boys Avenue? Yeah, Boys Avenue. The Boys Avenue cover of We Found Love, they performed their modern 
duo to that. Yeah, and oh, I wish I, I would find that video again. I wish I could find that too. And it, if anybody knows anything about that, please let us know. We Canadian? found love. I don't think so. But they won. Canada won so many titles that but year. I, I believe I mean, it would be a they weren't great Canadian. Chance. I don't okay. know. I believe they weren't Canadian, but. They won in their category and it was to Boys Avenue. We found love and it was an amazing, mind-blowing choreography. I've been looking for that ever since, but I wasn't able to find it. It was the two 2012 World Championships in Frankfurt um, for jazz and modern dance. And yeah, if anybody knows, please, please let us know. Um, and so I've seen, like, looking, like, checking her out now, Brigitte, I mean... I sh yeah. she looks familiar and I was like hey I've seen clips of her before here and now and then there hmm. um and because well, if you look at her insta profile you wouldn't see at first glance that she's a gymnast mm -hmm. because she has so many videos uploaded from her practicing um dance in yeah. just like black clothing and um mm -hmm. just having a chill time in the studio yeah, and yeah. um Uh, the the things she uploads i mean i'm 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 mesmerized by the fact that she wears socks and the floor looks so damn slippery and <laughs> she has this amazing control and i'm uh -huh. like how do you do that how how aren't you falling down all the time um just incredible she is so flexible mm -hmm. which i think i mean her turns um in her routines um, there are some where you really can see how flexible she is, mm -hmm. but it isn't like her, look, I can bend my leg like right there and that is all I can do. She has really great choreography. She mm -hmm. has really great music choices. Um, of course, um, as I said, um, she's a Billie Eilish fan. Um, so her ball routine uh, last year was to No Time to Die. Mm -hmm. um, the song for the James Bond movie and also in 2020 she had her club's routine you, uh, to You Should See Me in a Crown yeah. um, and on her um, actually on her Instagram profile um, she writes um, in her bio waiting for the day Billy wanted some dancers yeah so she might be a great backup dancer, Billie Eilish, if you're listening. Haha. <laughs> Not just um, a backup dancer, maybe even a choreographer, because if she's working on that herself, yeah. that is some incredible yeah. choreography. I mean, she we puts don't. I mean, there. we don't know, but to me, to me, it looks like she's alone in that studio and just bruising through her head and mm -hmm. does what comes to her mind. Um, yeah. So the the um, what sets her really apart, I believe, is. Um, that she not only decides, hey, <laughs> I'm going to master two different disciplines here. So I'm mm -hmm. going to be a rhythmic gymnast. And because I have all of the like body difficulty skills, um, I'm going to become a dancer as well. Um, how do you... Um, I mean, it's rather easy for a gymnast to become a dancer because you have all of the strength yeah. and the mobility skills. But to really like dive into the music and not just use to some it. of the or most of the accents from the music like to put your gymnastics mm -hmm. move uh into a choreography um that is really a, a, a different skill 
and I love that for her and I love that she is able to do that so um, meticulously. Yeah, um, what I wanted to say um, on that, that what sets her apart, um, you see so many dancers from the US um, mostly um, where I think it looks like they're in a dance factory and in the end they all come out the same. Mm -hmm. um, they all have the same style, which looks kind of mechanical. I'm really sorry, but they look like machines to me when they're dancing because they all turn the same. They all like know how to move their body. They are incredibly skilled and they have such high level, but mm -hmm. it looks like someone pressed it on the dancer and not it come it doesn't come from the dancer it's themselves yeah. and this is something when i look at brigitta dancing in her little studio uploading the videos it's just like i i don't see like i have to think of dance moms mm -hmm. um when i think of like the the kind of dancer dancers that are produced um in the u.s and who um uh, participate in the big competitions mm -hmm. there is th this kind of dancing is expected there so they are doing it yeah but exactly. Brigitte is doing something different it, it just yeah. looks completely different to me yeah it's more like it focuses more on um, translating the music into movement yeah and using the skills she has to do that I mean, you and I, we both know the feeling of not being able to do the movement that would fit mm -hmm, the music mm -hmm. in that instant mm -hmm. because we're just not flexible enough to do proper walkovers or pull up our legs behind our backs. But we know when it would fit and when we would like to do mm. it. And in, mm. as you said, in the US, it is quite often or it happens more and more often that it's just like trick after trick after trick. And I'm watching mm. dance like videos and clips, these kinds of things. And I'm like, are you doing gymnastics or are you still a dancer? Mm. And it's a shame yeah, that it so has become it to that because there is gymnastics. Yeah, they have the floor routines mm. for the tricks, for the for all the tricks, for the walkovers, for the flipping uh, for the uh, aerial walkovers, etc., etc., mm. for the um, quadruple turns and so on. It's great if you can turn. It's great if you can jump. Why do you need to include that much flexibility, those tricks that are sometimes just in the choreography in order to have a trick and not because the music yeah. uh, like in order requires to say, it? Look what, you, look what I can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not saying and that in in those um, US competitions there isn't origin originality. Mm -hmm. um, so there are new innovative mu movements and there are sometimes skills where I'm like, oh my God, she did not just do that, mm -hmm. which is incredible. But there is a big but. Um, it's always in the context of some kind of Please, I want to win the gold medal because I can uh, do the um, a split jump in um, uh, 10 degrees higher than the other girl. Yeah. Like, that doesn't always do it for me when it comes to dance. This mm -hmm. is the case in gymnastics. Exactly. Like, these are the criteria where I would say, yeah, she's more flexible. So she's the better, better gymnast if you are looking on small details. 
Mm -hmm. But yeah. this is also the reason why I'm so excited that we have the artistry score now in Rhythmic Absolutely. Gymnastics. It Absolutely. adds another level of um, judging the gymnasts because at some point they all have the same skills. They, they all are incredible and this is just something that sets you apart and even though Brigitta isn't like a really high achieving gymnast right now, I mean how how would she if she is dividing her attention <laughs> um, to another sport and Uh, to me, it looks like she's just taking what she's getting right now. She, mm -hmm. I think she focused last season on rhythmic gymnastics because um, mostly the competitions are on the same weekends, etc. So you can just do one mm -hmm. sport. So she decided to focus on rhythmics. Um, and I think it is really great that she graces us, us with her presence at competitions <laughs> so we can watch her and um yeah, yeah just really um um what do you say um, marvel at her skills we can marvel at her skills we can marvel at her yeah. skills yes mm -hmm. yeah yeah i'm i'm really looking forward to what she's uh, going to present um at uh, upcoming events and champion oh tournaments not championships well championships hopefully in european championships Yeah, hopefully she is still focusing on rhythmics this year and not deciding mm -hmm. to do um, modern dance or, I mean, whatever you want to do. We are still watching your videos <laughs> yeah. and um, applaud you, whatever you do. But um, I think um, this is really great just to show the diversity in that sport. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, oh. we also had a, um, a friend in our training group who later on um, joined a modern dance mm -hmm. company after we after she finished her gymnastics routine which was like I, I'm still um, shaking my head because she had such knee problems um, that was because uh, that was the reason she stopped um, rhythmics doing rhythmics and, yeah and then she joined the modern dance group which I was maybe not the best choice for your knee that but have fun does not help your <laughs> knee issues But she was really successful with them. And I believe she mm -hmm. didn't she perform with that group in that World Championships. I guess no, I don't have the timeline right. I don't know when what happened. She was already she was already in the group in 2012, I believe. Yeah, I think she was maybe a reserve at that time because you just I joined. Have no idea. We I, I should well. ask her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. All right. Uh, let me so add let one me last thought about Brigitta. Yeah. Um, how do I put this? Okay, so what I love for her, and please follow her lead, everybody who's doing anything in the performative sports. Um, she is really taking into account that there is music for what she's doing. So mm. of, I know we have the, the artistic gymnastics routine for routines for uneven bars, for beam and for, of course, the vault is all without music. Only the floor routine has music for mm. men. They don't have music at all. Yeah. Um, Which I think and is sad. A shame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, the floor routines in artistic gymnastics for the women, um, they're become they're evolving. They're getting better. Hmm. music wise yeah and um uh, choreography wise but i feel 
rhythmic gymnastics is exactly like bringing these two sports together, just dancing and artistic mm. gymnastics and adding a fun little twist with the apparatuses. And um, I really, really love that. And please, 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 all the gymnasts use the music. Let the music, like let your body translate the music into visual effects, more or less. This is Yeah, we like, talked so much about, she's already about music doing. choices. And bad and good music choices, but what it really comes down to is what you do of it. Like, take mm -hmm. any music, and if you take that into account, you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. um, exactly, because you, if you, you can translate that, all, not only the judge, not only the audience, but also the the judges will see that you really feel it. And it's um, yeah, sometimes the camera doesn't catch it if you just watch it online, but if you're in presence, uh, yeah, if you're if you're there, if you're there live. Uh, the audience will feel it, the judges will feel it, and then you're fine. Whatever your music choice is, yes. as long as you let your body translate the music. Right. Um, you were talking about um, artistic gymnastics right now, and that um, something came to my mind. Um, because I'm following um, an Australian gymnast, um, a guy gymnast, um, And he is doing something um, which has never been done before as a male gymnast. He is including really great jumps in his routines. He has the best feet out there in the male gymnastics world. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm looking up his name right now. Oh, you sent him to me once. Heath, he's Heath, like... Heath Thorpe is his name. He's 23 mm -hmm. years old. Um, he's an Australian all-around champion um, and I think he just missed out on the qualification for the um, Paris Olympics which was like a uh. big scandal because everyone was like why um, isn't he going for Australia but he's really really flexible for male gymnasts and he does incredible jumps and turns and just looking at his feet sets him apart from any other male gymnast mm -hmm. I have ever seen because he looks like a rhythmic gymnast. I'm sorry, but... Yeah, or a ballet dancer just, for that matter. Uh, or like a ballet dancer. I, uh, probably he um, had ballet lessons before or he comes from this direction. Um, and I think it is great. And yeah, really... Um, yeah, he's changing something, the scene a bit because he does something... Other male gymnasts should aspire to and he yeah. said uh, he probably had ballet lessons I would guess so and I hope that all the other male gymnasts take ballet lessons as well yeah well probably I mean not, in the... but hopefully yeah, but I think I think you are gymnast first and dancer second but he maybe was dancer first and then gymnast second you know what I mean yeah like he absolutely. evolved That's from possible. being a dancer um, and joint gymnastics maybe so at least this is what his legs and feet look like you mm -hmm. can't tell me otherwise <laughs> yeah. um, so he's really um, an amazing gymnast to watch and um, yeah also on bars even and uh, he just the, his feet this is the the thing I have to criticize when watching male artistic gymnastics it's like You are doing this every day. You can do the splits. Why aren't your feet 
better. Pointed. Yeah, and your feet better. Exactly. I don't know. Um, yeah, so yeah. I'm I'm watching his routine. Um, I mean, you don't need any sound because there is no music. Ha, 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 ha. Of the 2023 20, uh, Oceania Championships. And he has such mm-hmm. balletic moves in there. It's uh, it's really nice. So his the speed of his double front tuck is incredible. And his double front pike, I've just seen, seen one, is also so fast. Um, so this is really uh, impressive. Yeah. Mm. And look to his feet, all the other male gymnasts, and take him as an example. But not his, like, Oh, yes. he, uh, he, how did, you don't just like not what? to the, he, how he left the, the, the floor. He just like claps to his like thighs and nods to the judges and then slumps away. What is that? Like give them a proper, <laughs> thank the, you, take your bow. That's the style. I mean. Oh man, I'm just too cool to properly like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Never mind. Like imagine, imagine if an, imagine if an ice skater or a rhythmic gymnast would leave the floor like this, like just clapping on your thighs <laughs> and be like, "Yo, I'm out like, of here." All right, that is done. Bye. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everybody is like really taking a bow, waving to the crowd, slowly going backwards, and yeah. men are just like, "Yo, I'm out of here." <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which is, I, I would think, um, because male artistic gymnastics obviously um, is viewed by cis men uh, as kind of gay. Like they would oh. say like, oh my God, they can do splits and things. But Heathorpe is openly gay. And um, <laughs> he hasn't, he... he um, doesn't do this because he wants to look like manly and like oh my god I'm not uh, like here the the ballerina or something but um, this is just a gymnast thing like an artistic gymnast thing I think the women do it too like not that yeah really they formally don't really waving take a bow. And, oh, thank you they are just they are mentally at their next um, um, Apparatus, exercise yeah. or, or, or running back to their um, coach or their yeah. crew or whatever yeah so but uh yeah i i still uh of course enjoy watching artistic gymnastics as well when when the olympic games are up and running i'll be glued to my television nonstop yeah. so <laughs> all right uh you um, had some more on your list I, uh, that you wanted to talk about yeah i prepared something new today because i um thought like most of the uh, podcasts out there have like special sections or um bits segments they are doing mm-hmm. like every episode segments that's the yeah. word right um so i prepared a little uh, this or that for you oh um, i'm all ears and i have a few questions and um we can discuss good so at first i think well, I don't know how you're going to answer. Conditioning or strength training? Uh, as in what Long I pause. prefer. <laughs> but what I yeah. prefer what, personally. What, you, what are you doing? Doing? Yeah. Not what you are making your students do. 
uh, not enough. That's what I'm making them do. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not, enough. not enough But of what anything. Would you prefer? Um, what would you prefer? I have to. S oh, okay. It's, it's not that easy to answer because, well, if mm -hmm. I'm working out for myself, I usually do conditioning because it's the thing that I get in least in my usual training. So mm -hmm. if I like teach a class, I always make sure to include a tiny bit of strength training, like mm -hmm. a, like a, a one song to do some some ab workout or I have one exercise mm -hmm. just focusing on legs. Yeah. Or um, yeah. some some balancing thing or some technicalities yeah that that focus more on strength than on condition um so that's why when i go to the gym i usually focus on conditioning first and then if i have time left or energy left i i go do some strength training hmm. but <laughs> and now comes the but uh i think strength training would be better or more may would make more sense More for efficient. me personally in my case but mm. I don't always take the time because half an hour of conditioning is done quicker than a complete set of like the strength training that I want to get in so mm. that's that's the main issue yeah what that about you sense. um I would have to say conditioning as well but um for other reasons I just enjoy um, conditioning to music more than I enjoy strength training to music. Mm -hmm. Oh, like yeah, if good you, point. If you prepare a set of like different um, exercises um, and you like choreograph it to music, one could say, well, it is better because you're doing kind of a choreography, which is really exhausting. But mm -hmm. I, I'm so um, focused on, oh my God, I want to leave this position. I'm dying. Um, this mm -hmm. is what happens in strength training to me. So I can't <laughs> enjoy it um, really that much. So I um, like either let it be running or aerobics or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, it's just more enjoyment for me in that situation. Mm -hmm. And also yeah, when what I'm... I need more right now. <laughs> Yeah, when I'm on the treadmill, I, well, I usually just do a, like a, a strong walk uphill. Yeah, I'm not really running mm -hmm. because <laughs> then on the treadmill, I usually do my choreographing. I tend to listen to the same song over mm -hmm. and over again, walking to the beat and then like okay. going over it in my head and do some choreographing. Or I've started, well, while conditioning on the elliptical, um watching television shows or Netflix thingies, I started to <laughs> watch uh, mostly Spanish shows um, and have like one or the other gym show that I take with me on my tablet and I just put it mm -hmm. in front of the elliptical and I'm just watching my show. Mm -hmm. So as a kind of to double the motivation and not just like listening to music because then I start thinking about all kinds of stuff and I'm not well yeah my head runs wild on its own and it's a 10 I tend to spiral when I'm just 
not focused on anything else. Either I'm choreographing on the treadmill and then I'm actively listening to music over and over again or I uh, need to watch something to like take to mm-hmm. to shut off take my head and my th- off of yeah. the yeah thank you yeah and of to shut off training. my <laughs> shut off uh, shut up my my thoughts yeah exactly yeah so next up because actually this game should work a bit quicker we were yeah. very elaborate right <laughs> if, if you <laughs> if you are so, so next question this or that question <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A bit uh, uh, easier, I hope. Clubs or hoop? Hoop. Oh, no. Um. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not so easy then. Uh, this is... Hey, oh, no. You can't say that. I have to beep that. Uh, I, the thing is, I I love the, ho- the hoop more, but I was better at clubs in the end. Like during my final... Yes, okay. I was mm-hmm. a better club performer, even though I struggled with them the most when I first started. I hated them in the beginning, and then at the end, they were my best apparatus. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, at our, yeah, yeah. this is also the last um, apparatus that is introduced to young gymnasts at our club, at yeah. least. Yeah, like when yeah, we yeah. started and um, were coaching. Um, mm-hmm. they were starting with um, rope and then maybe ribbon and ball and ball. then later and then hoop, hoop, I and then... vividly remember my first hoop session mm-hmm. like what we were doing and um, how we um, learned um, to circle it around a hand and, and stuff and mm-hmm. um, then also our first um, club session, session yeah. um, which is um yeah, it is something totally different and it is really difficult at, at first. But yeah. uh, as you said, when you get the hang of it, I really enjoyed clubs as well. Mm-hmm. But I also um, I got was really, really hurt with the clubs. <laughs> I mean, I've oh, yeah, probably, I remember. I, I'm still quite convinced that I've like broken off a tiny piece of bone on my nose. Yeah, because it fell on yeah. me too, one too many times and I didn't go to the doctors because I didn't have time. And then when it stopped bleeding and hurting, I was yeah. like, it's fine. <laughs> and I never went to the doctor and I can still feel it where it's a bit off. I was at the ER once because of the hoop. The hoop um, fell down on my wrist. I don't know how I managed that. I just didn't catch yeah. it right. And it mm. was hurting so bad. I And it was the wrist I had broken once already. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure if everything is okay with that. So, yeah. But it was luckily nothing mm-hmm. at the bone. Um, just took a bit of time uh, to yeah. stop hurting. But um, yeah. yeah, dangerous but I, sport, rhythmic gymnastics. Yeah, but I personally, I think the hoop is the, is the nicer to watch apparatus. And I... I kind of like mm-hmm. it more, even though I am better to and doing with the clubs. Surprisingly, yeah. I just I can't I can't say um, I I just really enjoy performing with the hoop. It's just mm. I don't know why. It's the feeling. It's it was my first how, how it rolls over your body. Mm-hmm. It's just a great feeling. Yeah, yeah. It was the first and, routine uh, I learned with other, the hoop. Other so. than the ball, other than the ball, it might come back to you if it if you lose it. <laughs> so. yeah exactly like like i once <laughs> i have a video of that which is really embarrassing 
but I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna tell it anyway. Um, oh, look <laughs> where, that up and my, please share it. My throw went so far away and it bounced on the judge's table. And bounced Is there back a video of that? <laughs> please, please, please and look it, was, it up. I really loved. I really loved that routine so much, and this is the only video I have of that routine. Oh, okay. Yeah, and oh. otherwise it wasn't that bad of a routine. It was really just you, you, you see it building up because I was a bit um, late in the music and I was getting hectic. And mm. you just see, oh my god, the next throw is going way out of bounds, and it was. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. <sighs> but right. I still love it. Um, next mm -hmm. question. Static or mobile stretching? Um, I need a quick answer now. Ah, mobile stretching. Just because you can, like, do it, in incorporate it better with the music. <laughs> And mm -hmm. static just becomes <laughs> too boring and you lose the feeling of how long you've been doing it. And I, well, mm. I'm no, definitely no expert, but um, I feel like it's healthier and not mm. so hard on you if you have like a little bit of movement in there. I mean, it depends when you put it in, in your um, workout routine, yeah, where you put it in. I think mm. in the beginning it should always be more mobile and then mobile. In the end, yes of course uh going for the real stretch in if you're already warmed up but uh yeah mobile yeah me as well mm -hmm. um blue and gold or silver and purple color combo uh silver and purple no questions asked i knew uh, you would say that and for yeah. me it's definitely blue and gold <laughs> yeah but i'm more of like i personally can't wear any gold jewelry it just looks weird on me or i need to really combine yeah. it with a you, with you a personally prefer those colors on you as well uh, absolutely i mean i love blue definitely mm. but i'd go for blue and silver not blue and gold it can look fabulous mm -hmm. absolutely but uh purple and silver uh way better for me personally and i just okay. prefer the combo more mm-hmm I have a really, really hard question for for you now. For me, it is as easy as can be. But for you, I think it is quite, quite hard to decide. Being instantly able to speak a new language fluently or being able to turn like Boriana Kalein. Oh, speaking the, the new language. Easy one. Really? Easy one. Oh, so easy. Like... Uh, uh, being able to be fluent in another language is like the greatest gift you can like if any of you is has been raised bilingually thank your parents on your knees it's a gift that is not possible to weigh in in money because it's just such an incredible it opens up a whole new world a whole new country culture it might give you a, a whole lot a whole other personality like having the instant possibility to speak a new language is just an an immeasurable yeah gift no no questions asked like i can train to turn like i i really her. Uh, but like learning yeah. it in an instant okay, i'm me, still struggling me, with the turning Spanish. part for me for me um it is the other way around because 
I know if I practice enough, if I study enough, I can learn another language. Even if I'm not that fluent and if it is my mother tongue, I still can learn. My head is all, all right, you know, my brain works fine. I can mm -hmm. do that. But my body just isn't able to handle that kind of training you need to turn that way. But in my mind, in my dreams, I can do that. And there's feels. nothing... Yeah. Nothing I wish more than to have the perfect split leap or the perfect turns and the the longing for that feeling or the longing to be able to do this is so huge for me. Mm. This this would be immeasurable. Like learning yeah. the other language I know instantly is something different than having to learn and to practice. But mm. it is somewhat realistic for me to be able to do that. But yeah. the turning the part, no Effing way. The thing is, we already speak two languages pretty fluently, right? So, um, yeah. Well, you at least. The, well, <laughs> I'm getting both there. Are, I, yeah, definitely you do. It's fine. Um, my Spanish is nowhere near where my where my English is. Like vocabulary wise or grammar wise i'm far far from where i would like to be and i've been like i went to university i have an educational degree in that i'm able to teach it but i still have like mm. in class even i have to look up words i'm no dictionary so both of these these languages took a lot of work and a lot of effort to get to the point where i am and i'm still like mm. struggling with some jokes or Like you say, you you really speak a language if you understand comedians in that language. So that's like the, the key point. If you mm. can laugh about it, and if you get every joke, then you really know the language. Um, I'm pretty much there in, uh, in English. And just with the exceptions of some cultural aspects, yeah, of some background knowledge that I don't mm. have. But what it would do for me like knowing a language on a native level instantly it just does not come uh like it does not only do one thing for me but uh it opens up a whole new world and culture if i was able to turn mm. five times ten times exactly the same as um uh Boylin, I, I, Boyana, uh, sorry, <laughs> and uh, Boylin, uh, right? And Boylin, yeah, I've been teaching, <laughs> I've been teaching the Tudor era to my seventh graders, so, uh, Boyana, Henry the Eighth, everybody, yeah, yeah. Um, so Six, that would also only a really great musical. Have a have a watch, yeah, sorry, and have a listen to the music, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> it would only change my life. You know, it would only do something for me if I was able to communicate to other people okay. who also mm -hmm. spoke that language that would also have an impact or influence on their lives, maybe, and uh, vice versa mm. and so on. Yeah, so of course. that's that's my that is a really selfless view. view. <laughs> Not necessarily selfless, but uh, just like looking at it in the bigger picture. <laughs> yeah. So last question. Um, your Toshu band, you put both bands behind the heel or one band over the foot? One over the foot and one over the heel because just both over the heel is, it's going to flip off. It never worked for me as well. Yeah. It just yeah. slipped off. Yeah. 
Um, that was the easiest. Yeah. Uh, I have one more thing. I wanted to give a quick thank you to Anna Resodinova, who shared uh, something on her Instagram about the RSG, RSG club oh, yeah. in Stuttgart, because they're um, trying to collect funds to rebuild their gym or, well, renovate or... Uh, Build a gym in general. <laughs> uh, Build a gym in general, yeah. I've not really looked at, at their page with all the detailed information, but I think it's great that the rhythmic gymnastics community works internationally and that uh, even such a big star as Anna Rissadinova is, like, tries to uh, support a, not that big of a German club. I mean, Stuttgart yeah. is very strong in the artistic gymnastics department. But they're really coming, uh, trying mm. to to construct and build up their their rhythmic gymnastics department as well. Uh, especially since the, the club in Schmieden is not that far away, so uh, the ones who are mm. really good all go to Schmieden. But they they can't take everybody, and they're the German national center for, or the German national mm. training center is is in Schmieden, and uh, so Stuttgart is trying to to build that up, I believe. So. Um, uh, thank you to Anna Resadinova and I, um, I'm sure you'll put the, the link for the GoFundMe page into the show link notes. link into the show notes. Of course, as well as, um, another link, um, because, um, you may have seen already because we, um, posted about it on our Instagram story. Um, there was an incident, um, with the, uh, Great Britain team. Um, oh yeah, I saw that. Which is coached oh, by Alina Maximenko. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they were at uh, some competition in Barcelona. Yeah, um, I believe it was, and um, their equipment, their leotards and apparatuses, have been stolen. Like several rucksacks, etc., has been lost oh, and not yet found by police, um, mm -hmm. which is really a shame. At the start of a season, to lose all your stuff you need yeah. for that season so they have um also started a um, crowdfunding page where mm -hmm. you um can donate what you can so that they can get their stuff back or like replace it um exactly yeah it would be really nice if you check out these donation links who would do such a cruel thing i mean it's so unfair yeah who does that and who who needs that like, mm -hmm. you can't sell it because the community knows about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also, I mean, it, it is for a reason why gymnasts usually travel with their things on the plane, yeah. like in their uh, carry-on bags. But yeah, it's not always really that easy shame. and you don't always have the, like, it's too heavy, etc., etc. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, that is our episode for today. Um, make sure you follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or Amazon Music so you never miss a new episode. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at discussing.rg.podcast as well. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, don't forget to point your toes. Bye. Bye-bye.
We'd like to say a special thank you to Mona for creating our amazing cover art and to Jenny for sparking our passion for rhythmic gymnastics.